This is Jonko Podcast number 421 with Echo Charles and me, Jonko Willink. Good evening, Echo. Good evening. So here we are. It's January 15th, 2024. We're, we're in the middle of the deaf reset. And people have New Year's resolutions that they made. And I heard something the other day that most people, the average is people make it to January 13th before they quit. <laughs> 13 days of discipline is the average. After you hype yourself up and get ready is 13 days is the average before you quit, before a normal person quits. So obviously we're not quitting. We're staying on the path. But this isn't just about, the, when I started thinking about that, I started thinking about the fact that this is just another goal that people set for themselves. That your New Year's resolution should be should be wrapped around some kind of goal. Mm. It shouldn't just be a thing. It should be a goal. It's got to be a thing that you're going to do in order to achieve the goal. And as I'm thinking about the fact that people don't achieve their goals in life, that's normal. Mm. It's very normal for people to not achieve what they set out to achieve. Yeah. Look, we see people that pull it off, mm. right? When we watch sports, we see people that pull it off. When we watch a rock and roll star, they did what they said they were gonna do, right? But that's such a small, little, tiny group. Mm -hmm. And then of course, there's people that normal that you might not, you might not see them, but you know that they ran a marathon. You know that they, right? So there's there's people that definitely achieve some of their goals, they're out there. But man, a lot of people don't. Mm. A lot of people, and sometimes when they achieve, they run the marathon, but they fell apart somewhere else. Yeah. So there's there's a focus that comes in, but they let everything else go, mm-hmm. which is a problem. Yeah. Just because someone's really good at marathon running doesn't mean they're good at their finances or their business. Just because someone's really good at jujitsu, the classic example is jujitsu. Yeah. Just because someone's good at jujitsu doesn't mean that they're good at life. Various aspects of life, whether that's relationships, whether that's business, whether that's waking up on time, whether that's health, right? You would think that someone's into jujitsu, they're gonna wanna be in good shape, right? Physical yeah. conditioning. Mm-hmm. But that's not a guarantee at all. Yeah. So what happens? What happens that we don't achieve our goals? Mm-hmm. What happens that causes people to not achieve their goals? So the first thing I was thinking about is What I already kind of said, people don't have clear goals in the first place. So they have like some little nascent idea in their head of what they think would be nice. Yeah, or better. Or better. Yeah. But they don't actually say, okay, what is what what am I saying? They have a a positive idea, but it's like a cloud. Right? It's like a cloud. (laughs) It's up there, it kind of looks nice, but but what is it? Yeah. They don't know what it is. So I think number one, the number one thing, if you want to achieve your goals, you gotta take that cloud, that idea that you have, and you gotta formulate that thing, you gotta write it down. You gotta write it down. What are you going to do? What is your goal? What are you trying to achieve? Now, I'll, I'll tell you, for me, the way I am, I, I, if I wanna do something, it's just like doesn't go out of my brain. Mm. When I have something in my mind that I wanna get done, it just is in there, I think about it all the time. Mm. 
But sometimes, even me, the smaller steps of the thing that you gotta do, if, if you don't write them down, they're not gonna happen. Mm. Writing things down like that, if you think about human evolution, the ability to write things down mm. has to be one of the main propellants of our race as humans yeah. to create and evolve and get to where we are. If you don't write things down, they're not happening. I was a crazy checklist person. Yeah. I'm less of it now, but boy, I was crazy. How do you, as far as the process goes, because you know how you say, hey, when you get it in your mind, you, you're you it's on, like mm-hmm. you're going to do it or whatever, which yep. I've witnessed firsthand, <laughs> by the way. So the, the, obviously I'm not going to refute that. But how do you discern? Because all the things that you've done or set out to do or whatever, that's not all the things that popped in your mind. No. So in how fact, do you, I can tell you right discerning? now, I told Dave Burke this the other day. Good deal, I, Dave. Yeah, I execute, I execute like 10%. Like there's a lot of things in there yeah, that so I want to do. How do you make the cut? You know, like how do you know what makes the cut? How do you? I'll tell you how I make the cut. Is that all those looking at all those clouds? Mm. I'm like, okay, this cloud, this is the cloud that I'm going to grab and pull down here and write it down. I'm going to do this thing. Yeah. So you it's can't. Like, you're right. You can't grab every cloud that floats by. Mm. You got to discern. Okay, this one is an executable, pragmatic thing that can be done. Do you, so yeah. So and I'm not of, saying there's not a stretch to it. Yeah, I would think there's a hierarchy, and then there's that yeah. little baseline of like, or that little like, what do you call the the threshold, yeah. right? What? So what? Can you think of anything off the top of your head over the years that you're like, shit, I almost did that, but like I didn't, didn't make the cut, but it's still kind of, you know, like you're oh, I got all about kinds it. of things. But you know, what's a good way to talk about is so like writing books. Yeah, I have books and and like Final Spin, right? Yeah. Why did I write Final Spin? Because yeah. I, I have a bunch of ideas like that. Mm. That was the one that kind of bubbled to the surface and solidified the most. Yeah, yeah. I have all kinds of little ideas, little nascent ideas that are floating around. And sometimes you see one and you're like, okay, this, and it comes back to you the next day and it comes back to you the next day and then you, you just need to go. So yeah. I think they bubble to the surface. I don't know how much needing like, you know what I'm talking about when you need dough? Yeah, yeah, like, I don't know how much of that, I'm sure I'm doing some of that too, where I'm putting pressure and like squeezing and see what pops up, what bubbles to the surface, heating them all and see which ones rise. Yeah. So you're kind of doing, I think I'm doing that subconsciously, sometimes consciously. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be like, yeah, this is it. Sometimes a little ideal float by and I see it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's a good one. Boom, grab it. Yeah, so, but have you, and I'm speaking from experience, like I really want to mm-hmm. know this because so I'll have ideas that'll hit me super hard and be like, fuck, that freaking idea is good. And then like the next week, I'm like, bro, what was I even thinking? Like that doesn't even make, it yeah. makes way less sense than, yep. you know, but then, but some are like, yeah, that's a pretty solid idea. And then maybe like a few months later, be like, hey, like this, that idea actually seems like a better idea now. Maybe yep. I learned some new stuff. Like where's the, you know, like where's the, where's the, the line? You I know? think they all go into like a 30 day dry age procedure. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like me. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, so yeah. you're just, you got all these ideas. Every once in a while you take, I'll put that one in the dry age locker and see what happens. Mm. Maybe it turns moldy. Maybe you look at it three days later and you're like, that was dumb. Yeah. But three days later you look at it. So it's still clean looking good. And then a, a month later you say to yourself, and by the way, it, it kind of expands. You all of a sudden end up with these other parts of the idea, and you're uh, Mikey and the Dragons is a good one. Yeah, Mikey and the Dragons, poof, but just that hit me. I didn't let that thing 
dry age at all. Yeah. I was like, this is a good idea. I'm doing it right now. Yeah. Plus, it was also a, an executable idea that mm-hmm. I could execute that day. Mm-hmm. Wrote that thing in a day. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's yeah. only you know whatever it takes twenty minutes to read, so it probably took me thirty minutes to write. Yeah, but it's rhymes. Like that's kind of a lot. That's yeah, crazy. but rhymes aren't that hard. Yeah, really. English major. Yeah. So you have this idea, you can execute it right now. Now, if that idea would have been a big long novel, yeah. probably would have sat in the dry age for a little while because I got. I know it's going to take a lot more to to execute it. Final mm. spin, take more time to execute on. Mm. So, if you don't write these things down now, like I said, for me, I have this idea. It's like I know I'm doing it. Yeah. Maybe if I'd never written a book before, mm. I'd say oh, I better write this down and and capture this and commit to it. Yeah. But since I write books all the time, it's just part of the protocol of life. It's like, oh, yeah, you get an idea, you execute on it. Yeah. But, and same thing with like, okay, I need to write a thousand words a day. I know that's how I write a book, a thousand words a day. I know that's how I write a book. If I didn't have that part of the protocol, I'd have to be like, okay, I need to write three chapters today. I need to write whatever. You'd have to write it down because I, I have to write down smaller steps. <laughs> and when I'm doing a project, Dude, I'm I'm making a list of everything I got to do, mm. and boom, 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 boom. This is what I got to do to make this happen. It's a when you write down what you're gonna do. It's a it's a mission statement, yeah. right? I don't want to get all crazy because people talk about that. Like, what is it? The vision board, yeah, and the mission like, statement, and all this stuff. Yeah. Not look. If if it takes you doing that to put something on paper, do it. Do it. Well, what's a mission statement? A mission statement in the military. Who, what, when, where, why, and how. And what you have to focus on. This is what you need to do. And we'll probably get into this. You need to understand why you're doing what you're doing. What is the long-term benefit of this mission that you have? Why are you doing it? That has to be solid. Because if the reason why isn't strong enough, it's not going to carry you through the challenges that you are going to face, face in the future. So... When you write down your mission of, of this goal that you have, you have to go through you know, who, what, when, where, how, and why, and make sure that the why is the strongest thing. Because you might have to adapt on how you do something. Because yeah. you might come into some obstacle that you didn't expect, and it's real easy to say, oh, I didn't expect this, and throw the mission away. Yeah. Whereas you say, wait a second, why did I do, need to do this? Oh yeah, because it's gonna improve these various aspects of my life. Yeah. When we made that the the planet the planner that we made at Echelon Front, it's execute execute execute. That's what everyone's calling it now. I don't, I, that's because that's what it says on the cover, right? Mm. One of the unique things about that planner is the way we formatted it. You're looking at your strategic goals every day. Mm. So if you have goals, you can't look at your daily plan without remembering. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm. I'm trying to do this thing. So. If you keep your strategic goals front of mind, which you should do, if you were going to take, what is it? If you were going to take, if you're going to meditate, if you're going to take a, a moment daily, if you're going to take five minutes, I would say, look, be, be grateful, pray to your God, do what you got to do. But if you want to do something in addition to those things like pragmatic, then I would recommend you think about what your strategic goals are. Mm-hmm. But what, where are you going? Because that can guide so many decisions that you're making on a daily basis, on a minute by minute basis. If you know where you're supposed to be going, mm-hmm. 
if you don't, you will kind of wallow around. You don't really know where you're going. If you, I mean, imagine you're going on a hike and you don't know where you're going. How long is your break? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. How long is your break? Mm-hmm. Your break might be 10 minutes. It might be 20 minutes. It might be an hour. Mm-hmm. Are you going to push up that hill? Or are you going to take another? Well, if you don't know where you're going, it doesn't really matter. You're going to take the easiest route. And that's what happens in our daily lives. Mm-hmm. We just go, oh, well, you know, I'm not. Oh, it's no big deal. Another point, you can't, when you're in a leadership position, you can't hold other people accountable if they don't know what they're being held accountable for or they don't know what the standards are or they don't know what the expectations are, right? Like, I can't come in here and say, hey, Echo, why is there garbage still in the can? You'd be like, well, what does this have to do with me, right? What I need to tell you, hey, when we start the podcast, the garbage needs to be empty every single day. And you'd say, oh, okay, I didn't know that was a standard. Cool, I got it. You know what I mean? But if I don't, if I just throwing standards out at you or throwing accusations at you yeah, yeah. or trying to hold you accountable for things that you didn't know about, what good is it? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But we, but we expect that we can hold ourselves accountable and we don't even know what our own expectations are for ourselves. That doesn't make any sense, does it? Yeah. So you need to write down what the mission is so that you can follow the guidelines and hold yourself accountable to what you're supposed to do. Make sure that whatever you're trying to do is actually achievable. If you tell me that you want to be in the NBA, that's probably not achievable. Mm-hmm. But if you say, hey, I want to play basketball five days a week because I enjoy it and it's going to get me in shape, and I want to say, oh, I want to be on the, the freaking beer league. And I'm going to play five times a week. And I'm going to try and score this many points. Right? Like, as a matter of fact, this whole, you know, the whole like smart thing when it comes to goals. There's, a, there's an, an acronym that's very common. People talk about you make your goals smart. And it stands for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time bound. Meaning you have this yeah. much time to get it done. Yeah. And there's a reason that that acronym exists because it's telling you to write down the goal <laughs> and doctrinalize it, codify it, quantify it. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. That's step number one. That's failure number one. Failure number one is people don't write down exactly what it is they are trying to do. Mm. Failure number one. Failure number two is they don't come up with any kind of plan. (laughs) You know what it is you're trying to, you know where it is you're trying to go, but you're not, you don't know how to get there. What you have to figure out what tactical moves you are going to make in order to reach your achievement, uh, your strategic goal. And I'm going to go ahead and say, get out a piece of get out a piece of paper again and write these things down. What am I going to do tomorrow? Tomorrow specifically, so I can move towards this goal. Don't try and do everything at once. You need to take smaller steps. You need to move in an incremental way to achieve anything worthwhile. Whether it's writing a book, 
whether it's getting better at jujitsu, whether it's getting stronger, whether it's getting better at guitar. The way to do it isn't by cramming for the test. Matter of fact, you can't really cram for a test in a lot of these things. Like you can't, I can't spend a, a week with you and now you're gonna be good to go at jujitsu. Like, no, it doesn't work that way. You it Can it be good to do a sprint sometimes in a specific skill set? Yep, I've done that before. I love doing that actually. Mm. I'm gonna, oh, I got four days where I don't have to do anything cool. I'm gonna train four or five hours a day. Mm. You feel, feel some improvement for sure. Guitar, same thing. Health and fitness, yeah, it's a little harder. Yeah, it is. Because how much can you actually work out? Well, you can work out 24 hours a day. Done it. Yeah, but, but it's, it's it's less about the workout, more about the recovery from the workout. Right. Bottom line is for all these things, incremental steps. You, you need to make incremental steps. So you've come up with your goal, and then you need to figure out what it is. What's the plan to get you where you want to go? And then you need to write that plan down, by the way. You need to write down what you're going to do. Otherwise, dude, it's just a cloud. This is the anti-cloud podcast. <laughs> it just, saying or thinking I might do this tomorrow is worthless. Mm. It's really worthless. Saying I'm gonna do this tomorrow, that's a thing. Yeah, That's a legit thing. Yeah. Writing down I will do this tomorrow, that's where it's at. That's where progress gets made. Mm. So, keep that in mind. You wrote down your strategic goal, you're gonna review that on a daily basis. You're gonna actually, when you review that at night, you're gonna say, okay, you know what? Here's what I'm gonna do tomorrow to actually make this happen. So you come up with a plan and then you have to execute the freaking plan. Execute, execute, execute. People don't do what they're supposed to do. And that's the number three reason. They fail to execute They and they procrastinate. And and here's the thing about procrastination. What I realized about I was thinking about procrastination. If procrastination was truly just like doing it five minutes from now, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be that big of a deal, would it? Yeah. Would it? No. It wouldn't be a big deal. No. We wouldn't even talk about procrastination. Yeah. We wouldn't even talk about procrastination if it just meant I'm going to do it in five minutes. Mm-hmm. Hey, I need an extra five minutes before I execute on this thing. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing with procrastination. Procrastination, what procrastination really means is I'm never freaking gonna do it. That's what it really means. Mm -hmm. Now listen, is there some forms of procrastination where you just procrastinate four or five different things at the same time and you eventually can't do three of them? That's the same thing. Mm -hmm. You're procrastinating the things that you should be doing for something that you marginally don't mind doing as much. It's ridiculous. You let you and I have talked about this letting the window close, the yeah. jiu-jitsu window, right? Yeah. You have the jiu-jitsu window. Hey, everyone's training at 10 o'clock on Saturday. Hey, it's open mat. We're gonna go train at 10 o'clock. But then at eight, you know, you're like, well, I gotta do this little thing, and well, now it's 9.40, and well, I could get ready, but by the time I get ready and I'm driving down there, it's already gonna be, and you let the window close, now you're not going. Yep. You let the window close. So what you have to do is you have to tell yourself, do it now, 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 do it now. Don't wait, don't hesitate. Listen to what I'm saying. Do it now. Do it now. Execute, execute, execute. When you hear the words execute, 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 there's no turning back, you go. 
That's what you're doing. That's what you have to do. If you wait, when you wait, <laughs> you negotiate. When you wait, you negotiate. Now you're in a losing, you're, you're in a losing situation. That's, that's, the, that's why it's number three on this list. Because it causes so much failure. When you wait and you put it off and you let the window close, it's like, a, it's like um, you know when, when you had that girlfriend and you like didn't want to break up with her? You wanted to break up with her, but you didn't want to go through the, yeah. the motion? Through with it, yeah. So what did you do? You like let it, kind of like let it just kind of f- fall, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like what? Like phase her out kind of a thing? Yeah, you kind of get, you kind of phase, you know, because you don't want to face, you don't want to do the confrontation thing. Yeah, yeah. But you also don't want to like keep it going. Yeah. So you just kind of like let it die. Yeah. That's what happens when you hesitate. Mm. And that thing that you were going to do just kind of dies. Oh, rather than. And it doesn't feel bad. Yeah. You don't tell yourself, you know what? I'm too weak to do this today, so I'm not going to. You don't do that. Yeah. You yeah. say, well, I'll do it in five minutes. Mm. Well, I'm going to do it a little. Actually, I'm going to wait. I haven't eaten yet today, so I'm going to do it after I eat. Oh, I'm kind of full right now, so I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. You just rack up excuses, ready-made excuses. You fail to do what you said you would do. And for that, you get nothing. You get nothing. <laughs> Willy Wonka. You broke the rules. Clear <laughs> as crystal. You lose, sir. <laughs> That's what happens when you hesitate. So do it now. That brings us to the number four reason. This is it. Lack of motivation. Now listen, obviously, we don't count on motivation. Motivation is a feeling we count on discipline. But I want to talk about the root of the word motivation, which is motive. Which is, why are you doing what you're doing? That's why I talked about when you write down what your goal is, you write down what your mission is, you have to dive into why you're doing this because that is what's going to give you the motive to accomplish the goal. This is what you're gonna have to fall back on when it's not obvious to your lizard brain Mm -hmm. why you're doing what you're doing. Because your lizard brain's like, oh, I'd rather just sleep more. Your lizard brain says, oh, it's easier just to not do that thing. I'd rather, it's easier to scroll Instagram, so I'll just keep doing that. Your lizard brain just wants to do the easiest, simplest thing that's most gratifying in the moment. So you have to figure out what your motive is and you gotta remind your lizard brain and slap it upside the head. And say the reason why I'm doing this is because one day I'm gonna own my own house. Or the reason why I'm doing this is because one day I'm gonna get promoted. Or because I'm gonna be in good shape or I'm gonna win this jujitsu competition or I'm gonna be able to play guitar better or I'm gonna write a book. All those things, those long-term, your lizard brain doesn't give any shits about that at all. It doesn't, literally doesn't care at all. 
Your lizard brain is not like, oh great, I'm gonna win a, co- a jujitsu competition in four months. It does not care. Doesn't care at all. Mm-hmm. He just wants to scroll. It just wants to scroll Instagram and eat a donut. So you lose sight of the long term. Look, how long does it take to save up a down payment to buy a house? Five years. Mm-hmm. Five years. How long does it take to prepare to run a, mar- a marathon? Six months. How long does it take to get your black belt in jujitsu? Ten years, something like that. So, so let me ask you this: Does today really matter? Does today? I mean, does one day really matter? Because you're literally saying, like, mm, you're good. It doesn't really matter. It's so far away. Mm-hmm. You know, I I I just missed one day of training. Like, it's no big deal. I'd rather sleep. And you're gonna rationalize and all that stuff. But you lose track. You spend, you know what? Not that big. I mean, I got I still gotta save up another twenty-nine thousand more dial dollars for the down payment on the house. This will this nine dollars that I'm gonna buy this f- cup of coffee for. Yeah. How much is a cup of coffee? People know. always talk about it. I don't know. I I don't know. I think an expensive one can be ten dollars. Yeah. Like if you go to Starbucks, I yeah. think you can get a ten dollar I don't even know if it's coffee or it's some kind of beverage. Yeah, thing. And apparently it has like a hundred grams of sugar. It's something crazy. Yeah, I've seen those before for sure. They look like a milkshake. Yeah. They might be yeah. milkshakes. They're, they're more or less milkshakes. Milkshakes with caffeine in them. So yeah. it's like sugar and caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> Just there might as well go. be drinking a horrible energy drink. Yep, 20 bucks. 20 bucks for one of those? Well, that's what I'm assuming. The, wait, that's what you said, right? I thought they you were like $10. $10. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it all seems but, crazy. But so you spend that little bit of money and then you're like, well, and that's the other thing that happens. Uh, well, 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 before I say that, it's like that's why you need to make sure you inculcate your brain with why you're doing what you're doing. You have to really... What's that word? You have to like, what do you do with meat before you cook it? Tenderize it. No, no. When you leave it in a pot. With marinate? You need, marinate to mar- you need to marinate your whole brain yeah. with why you're doing this thing. Oh, yeah. This is something that, again, for me, my whole, when I have some idea, my whole brain feels like it's marinated in that idea. Yeah, like yeah, this whole that. thing, like this is what I'm doing, this is where I'm going, this is why it's gonna be beneficial, this is who it's gonna be able to help. My whole brain gets marinated in that. Yeah. So I, when it, I, I come up against a challenge, like that challenge is up against this whole brain that's aligned around why I'm doing this. Mm. My whole brain is aligned around that. So you gotta figure out deeply why are you doing this thing? So important. Yeah. What you're doing is important. Why you're doing it, even more important. Yeah. What did, I think it was Viktor Frankl. If I, if I know why I can bear any how, it's something along those yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah, I think Nietzsche said that. Maybe too, it by was. the way, the um, the, so you know, every time like you and you'll talk about this from time to time, where I mean, regardless of like writing down, I think that's more of like an adult thing and and way more effective. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we all know how it feels to to do this, to set a goal and achieve it, even mm-hmm. as little kids. So I remember I had the I was saving up money for a toy. I think it was Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. 
pretty sure. And it was like freaking $30 or something mm-hmm. like that for a little, you know, third grader, fourth grader, whatever. But, That's bro, like, those things transformed and everything back in the day? Yeah, the old metal yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things were squared away. Oh, yeah. So we know how that feels. But just like all the stuff that you're saying, you do that just mentally as a little kid. Like, you're understand. Like, look, is your why this benevolent thing? No, it's not. It's like, but... Your why is very clear and it's very powerful. So you're like, oh my gosh, I you're you're imagining your life with this new Optimus Prime. You're like imagining where you're gonna play with it, you know, in that puddle at night over here. Like it's you basically marinate your brain into this whole universe of you owning this new Optimus Prime and yep. you love it. So it's on your mind every day. Yep. So now when you get, you know, you know, you find fifty cents here, you you took out the trash, you got another dollar here and all that, you're just like, Oh my gosh, it just reinforces it. I can't wait. It's bringing me closer and closer to that world because your brain is just marinated mm-hmm. in that that whole thing you know rather than if it's like this ambiguous thing it's like yeah you get that dollar then next time you go to the store you're like wait a second i can buy like some gum with this dollar but because your brain's not marinated in that optimist prime world you see what i'm saying but and so i think we all do that I and mean, most of us have gone through that at some point saving up your money yep. to get something freaking awesome or whatever so it's yeah it's the same process mm-hmm. And then, yeah, when you get it, you're like, boom, goal achieved. So you get that extra bump too, like accomplishment, you know, works the same way. Yeah. That's why as you get older, look, when you're, when you're younger, when you're seven years old, Optimus Prime, that's all you need to know. Like that is, it's immediate marination. There's not much competition in your brain, right? You don't have a bunch of other things that are going on. It's just Optimus Prime. And you can see how beneficial it will be in your world. Your world's smaller then. Yeah. You know, your world's a lot smaller. Your world's like the puddle, the sandbox. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Optimus Prime kind of just is going to make both those things kind of awesome. Your whole life? Awesome, yeah. And so, sure. yeah, the whole world that you live in. So as you get older, you got all these all these other divisions in your brain, right? And how important could this thing really be? That's why focusing on and writing down, hey, why is this important to me? And by the way, it's a good drill to do too because you might realize, well, actually, do I really care about that? Yeah. Like if you can't find an actual why, well then it's, you're not gonna be able, you're not gonna achieve it unless it's super easy. So yes, I I think that marinating your brain and you do that by writing it down and, and figuring out exactly why it is you want to do something is going to be very, very beneficial. And understanding what your motive is is going to drive your discipline, right? Understanding what your motive is, why you want to do something, the discipline's there. When you look at a, a, an Olympic athlete that wants to win the gold medal, mm-hmm. they, are, they are highly motivated they know clearly what their motive is, and that translates into just discipline. Mm. That's why they're getting up and they're doing their routine or they're lifting or whatever they're doing to prepare for that gold medal competition. That's mm. what they're doing. So make sure you understand why you're doing what you're doing. Make sure you understand the why behind these strategic goals. Now, once you're there, there's another thing that I think jams people up, number five on my list. And that is throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Mm. What do I mean by that? I missed a day of training, to hell with it. Oh, I know. <laughs> and maybe it's not a day, but maybe it's a week, maybe it's two weeks, oh, I hurt my ankle, and to hell with it. Or 
I didn't get the bonus I was supposed to get at work or I didn't get the raise and now it's gonna take so much longer so the hell with it I'm never gonna be able to buy a house the hell with it or I lost my mind and I ate eight donuts echo Charles it happens I ate eight donuts and forget trying to be in shape I'm just and maybe that's not that maybe it's I I would think it I would hope it takes a little bit more to nudge someone where they feel like they just can't get it done like maybe you got sick and then while you were home for four days you just you know ordered a bunch of pizza and you were just all ate like crap and you didn't work out and now you 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 know now you're feeling better but you're like the hell with it my goals are trashed yeah i'll tell you when it happens is when other important things kind of emerge and then you're like you know what forget my whole goal because i i want to focus on this other stuff so and it doesn't have to be important stuff either so you know how like um let's say okay i want to get in shape i want to lose 15 pounds and I have this like certain lifting goal, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you got a business trip, maybe you got a you know short vacation, you know maybe um, you know maybe your kids get sick or something like this. And you could find the time to do all the stuff and still achieve your goal. You totally could, but it becomes more comfortable and convenient to just really immerse yourself in the vacation or really focus on. You know, bringing the kids and then really unwinding when you get home, you know, kind of a thing because of the stress or whatever, you know. So it basically your your attention and your commitment gets essentially divided mm-hmm. and now certain other things compete for it for that focus, for that attention. We're going to get to distractions, which is what you're talking about. Yeah, for sure. Which is which is some of the things that can lead to throwing out the baby with the bathwater. Right. Yeah. My point in this is, if you fall off the path, get back on it. Yeah, Th- that's that's like such a simple concept. Yeah, like hey, I was gone for a couple weeks, no jujitsu for a couple weeks, right? It's real easy because now it's Saturday, Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. I haven't trained in whatever it was nine days or something. It's real easy to be like, well, you know, one more day, and I f- should really yeah. like get back. You know, I should give my body a it's a minute to you know whatever you're saying oh yeah it's just lies well yeah the the reason i said what i said is because i literally did that before where i'd be like okay i want to like when i go home to hawaii where Mm -hmm. i'll be like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna make this commitment to like not slack off like i'm gonna make it to the gym every day i'm gonna you know do all this stuff and it gets hard certain days it gets hard but all it takes is like an extra 10 minutes of planning mm-hmm. or a little you know adjustment or whatever but it's yet another mental like effort you have to do <laughs> in a time win- you let the window close yeah yeah you know so so it's like yeah cause, and meanwhile the whole family's there so it's like all right let me just let go this whole idea of staying in shape rather than okay <laughs> hey look maybe today was hard we didn't make it to the gym today yeah. you know We'll be like, okay, let's let's do like a makeup workout at night or something like that. You don't need the gym. Let's do a makeup workout. Like try to do what you can kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But I throw the baby out with the bathwater being like, eh, it's not, it's way less realistic. You know, and you throw the whole campaign out the window. Yeah. Now I don't even think about going to the gym anymore. I just focus on going to the beach. See what there's, I'm saying? there's another thing that can jam you up here, which is when if you say, well, you know, I can just, I'll get back on the path tomorrow. <laughs> yep. and, and that becomes the, you know, that becomes four tomorrows, five tomorrows, seven tomorrows. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to Joe Moss. Yeah, hell yeah. He goes to confession once a week. Mm. And 
you would maybe in your mind you're like, well, you just do whatever you want. Then you just go to confession and be like, well, you know, I did this wrong, this wrong, this wrong, this wrong. Okay, well, you know, Jesus saves and you're good. Yeah, you know, Jesus forgives, you're good. That could be your attitude. <laughs> but what he's is like, that's not the attitude. The attitude is actually it keeps him in line because he knows he's got to go face to face with a priest once a week and tell him all of his transgressions that he committed. Yeah. And so he doesn't want to do that. So you, as a person, you have to do confession with yourself, right? You have to admit that you sinned. You have to admit that you fell. You have to own your own transgressions and connect them to how they negatively impacted your strategic goals. Once again, we're going back to our strategic goals. Because if all we do, if we're, if we're able to just say, well, you know, I fell off the path yesterday. I might, you know what? I'm not going to get back on it tomorrow, maybe the day after that. Mm-hmm. And you just start adding these things up and you don't ever put yourself in check. You don't ever come face to face and look in the mirror and admit your transgressions and say, no, I'm really screwing this up right now. Mm-hmm. If you don't do that, you're throwing, you'll, you'll end up throwing the baby out with the bathwater, which is a, which is a major problem. Which leads to what you're talking about, which is I think the, what I put as the number six reason for failure is just distractions. And by the way, in my opinion, many of the distractions that make people fail are self-made. It's our, it's our wandering eye that's looking for distractions. And the phone is the best example of that. Because I'm just going to check it real quick. I'm just going to check it real quick. You're fighting against technology that brilliant psychologists and computer programmers and just data analytics. That's the main thing. Mm. Data analytics. They have data analytics to try and just get you to look at that thing more, which is crazy to think about. Your mind is lizard, right? You have a lizard brain, so it's figuring out how to feed the lizard and the lizard wants to eat. Mm-hmm. And so you're just in there. It's terrible. And that's one example. There's all kinds of examples like that. You you have to get focused on what you're supposed to do. You have to be able to concentrate on that. You have to do the thing. You have to do the thing. Uh, setting a time, a specific time to make things happen is outstanding (laughs) it's outstanding if you don't have if you have an open-ended time Mm -hmm. we were just talking about this like I was supposed to have a call today and I was working out and I got the word at 530 in the morning that the call got canceled Mm. my workout took a lot longer and it was great I enjoyed the workout because I got to like add some additional exercises and go a little bit more and blah blah but the workout 100% took a longer amount of time than it would have because I had more time to fill. Mm-hmm. There, was no, there was no timer on me. So when you can set your day up where you have to get things done in a certain amount of time, it's gonna prevent you from falling victim to distractions. And you know, what kind of distractions? Look, you have distractions from work. You have distractions from your family. Wait a second. Did I just say your family's a distraction? Did I say that? 
look, can your family requirements be counter to what your goal is? 100%. That's why we get up early. That's why we get up before our kids. That's why we get up before our spouse. So we can get stuff done, we can achieve and check off our list before we're robbing our family of time. That's so crystal clear. These little distractions. Here's another thing. You have to PID your enemy, positively identify. If you start paying attention to what distractions are, you know, it's funny, I was, I was like putting together notes for this podcast and I like went to check my phone. I was like, what was wrong with you? <laughs> yep. You have to identify that those things, they're not, they're not benevolent things. They're, they're evil things. They're stealing your time from you. If you just kind of look at them as uh, neutral, they can get in no problem. If you know what they are, if you identify, if you positively identify them as a evil force that's trying to steal from you, you'll start to, to put those things down. So be careful of distractions. You have to be careful of distractions. You have to label them. You have to positively identify them. You have to call them for what they are. Because your lizard brain just thinks it tastes good. Just thinks that dopamine hit feels good. Mm -hmm. So it's in there. That lizard brain is so easy to fool. Thing's an idiot. And yet, it's running roughshod all over your own brain. (laughs) For terrible. All right. This ties into what I put down for number seven, which is a lack of time management. Yes, you waste time. You, You need to make a schedule and you need to stick to your schedule. You need to, you need to get up a little earlier. You need to not waste time on things that don't move you toward your goal. Imagine if you went through and looked at your time, if you did a time audit. I've done that with a lot of people. People are like, well, I don't have time. Let's do a time audit. Let's see where your time's going. Oh, guess what? Hour and a half Netflix. Mm-hmm. Hour and a half? Do you know what you can do with an hour and a half in your life? Yeah, I do. 49 minutes social media. What can you do with 49 minutes? What can you do with 49 minutes? You can do all kinds of things. In 40. By the way, you can write a thousand words to a book in 49 minutes. Yep. So positively identify your enemy. And when you're wasting time, you should be, you should know and understand it. What you gotta watch out for is like, what is it? The devil will make you, the, the, the best trick that the devil plays is making you think that he doesn't exist. Yeah. So it's not like when you open up Instagram, it goes, warning, I'm about to waste your time. Yeah. It doesn't do that. Yeah. It doesn't say, hey, you are now stepping into my algorithm and I own you. It doesn't say that. No. It should say that. Yeah. But you know what you need to do is you need to tell yourself that. Yeah. When you start doing things that aren't productive, you need to positively identify them as the enemy and treat them accordingly. <laughs> do not let them invade your brain. And they're over there giving your freaking lizard brain a massage. Yep. <laughs> they're over there feeding it donuts and it's freaking stoked. Can you picture your lizard brain just like getting a massage and just getting <laughs> fed donuts? It's all nice and warm and feels really good. And it's just, it's just a waste. 
just a waste. Mm-hmm. So time management, discipline time management. Yeah, like I said, set a timer. Here's another thing, two components. Do the hard things first and also do the strategic things first. This is why we work out early in the morning. That's why we try and work out first thing. It's a strategic thing. Mm-hmm. It's a strategic thing. And strategic things, because they're long term, they're much, much, much easier to let slide. Yep. Only do the tactical things when the strategic things are done. And look, we don't always have this luxury, but as much as you can possibly set your life up like this, it's gonna make it easier. So like for me, here's an example for me. I'm writing a book which is due in nine months, and I'm prepping for a podcast which I have to have ready by tomorrow. Which one should I do first? Nine months. 100%. Even though your intuitive answer would be like, well, well, one's due tomorrow, so do that one. Yeah. That's the wrong answer. First, you spend your hour writing the book, get your thousand words done. When you're done with that, then you can prep the podcast. Same thing with health. That's why we prioritize the strategic necessity of working out and exercising. You have to do that first because it's real easy by the end of the day where it's like, well, you know, now your wife is looking at you because you didn't work out in the morning and blah, blah, blah. Now it's seven o'clock at night mm-hmm. and your wife's like, well, we have the family dinner right now. Mm-hmm. Do you, you're not going to eat family dinner with us? That's real, by the way. Well, it's totally real. <laughs> Absolutely. And now your answer is, well, yes, I care more about working out, which is what she's going to hear, right. than I do about you and my, you and our children. Yeah. The reality is, strategically, you want to stay in shape for your wife and kids, and you want to be healthy. Mm-hmm. So that's why working out is a priority. Don't put the don't put those things head to head. Yeah. Do the strategic things first. Yeah. Here's another thing: plan for some contingencies. Don't, don't schedule every minute of the day. Don't say, oh, you know, 4.30 to 5, I'm getting ready to work out. 5 to 6.45, I'm working out. 6.45 to 7, I'm showering. Don't do that. Mm. Figure out some continue. Look, you can do that in the morning, but then you better have, you know, 9.30 to 10 contingency time. Look, and I got some things that I'm going to fill that with, but I'm also ready to handle a call from school or whatever's going down, an email that I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Don't try and plan every minute of the day. Leave some room in there because other things come out. Other things happen. And this leads me to number eight, the external factors of the world that prevent us from achieving our goals. Things happen. Things happen we don't expect. Car broke down, flat tire, water heater broke. Those are like minor things, right? But there's bigger life things that can happen. Car accident, injured kid, sick kid. We have to be able to adjust. We have to be able to adapt. And what that means is we have to be able to adapt how we are going to achieve our goal. And when our plan is no longer functional, we don't abandon our strategic goal. We make adjustments. We make adjustments when external factors come into play, things we didn't expect. 
the weather's bad. So we couldn't go for a run or whatever the case may be. The client that we expected didn't come through. We had a manufacturing defect and now we don't have the money. that we, like. There's all kinds of things that are going to happen in life. And that's why you have to be able to adapt. And those are external things. Those are inanimate things. But then you get number nine reason why we fail, which is other people. Other people do things that disrupt you and your goals. It's their fault. (laughs) And you can probably see right where I'm going with this. We cannot control other people. Can't control other people. The only person you control is yourself. So don't, don't make your plan reliant on other people. And if you do, then make sure that you have contingencies in case things don't go the way that you expected them to go or people don't do what you expected them to do because chances are they're not. They're human beings. Human beings aren't perfect. They're not machines. They're going to do things. And so you can have a plan, you can put them in the plan, but you better have some contingencies. And your plan must be about you and what you are going to do and what you can control. Blaming other people and other things, this comes to the number 10th reason why we fail to execute on our goals. And I guess this is probably pretty obvious right now, but it's a lack of ownership. It's a lack of ownership. It's a lack of ownership of your mission. It's a lack of ownership of the execution. It's a lack of ownership of when you fall off the path. It's a lack of ownership of when things don't go your way. You have to own the mission. You have to own the execution. You have to own the outcome. And here's the thing. When you take ownership, you're in control. And when you don't take ownership, it's, it's left to chance. And that leads to failure. So if you want to do something, you have to own it. If you have a goal that you want to achieve, you have to own that goal. You have to own the mission. You have to own the execution. You have to own the outcome. That's what you have to do. You have to take complete ownership of your mission and of your life. That is the way. That is how you achieve your goals. And that is the path to get there. So, that's where we're at, man. Yep. The marinating your mind thing. Mm, you like that I, one, huh? I, I very much like that one. And I like even that expression, marinate your mind, because that's kind of, you know, the, the few times that I have achieved that, that's what it felt like. Yep. It was like you're, and I'm not saying it's consuming you every day and all day or nothing like that, but it, it is always I, kind, I kind of, of your, saying that. Yeah. yeah. It, in a way it is that like yep. you're, it's on your mind yep. all day. And, and also it kind of, um, it's, I mean, it's one way of putting it. It's a, it kind of shifts your identity into like the person who is that new like yep. goal or whatever. Here's the thing too. Every thought that you now have and every action that you take now has to run through the marinade. Exactly right. It includes that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly right, yeah. man. Yeah. It's, and so and it works for kind of everything. So the, the few times where 
working out or whatever, I had I had a goal. It's either to make weight, um, to get a certain time on a conditioning thing, to be like, okay, I know I'm here, you know, kind of a thing. So I'll just work and work. So everything, yeah, everything that I did kind of had something to do with that at least a little bit, especially when it was time to work out. It was always on my mind. So it was like a new thing. So I would always project like in the future as being that thing. Yeah. The more marinated your mind is on that thing, the better you're going to be. Yeah, yeah. When you when you meet someone that's obsessed, right? Their mind is just fully engrossed in whatever that goal is. You, oh, yeah. you, you meet like a wrestler that's mm-hmm. trying to make state. Yeah. That's all they're doing. Yeah. What are they doing? They're watching video. They're watching more video. They're training. They're conditioning. They're cutting weight. They're watching their diet. Everything yeah. that goes in their mouth goes through the filter. Oh, yeah. Every thought that they have goes through the filter. Every action they take goes through the filter. Is this going to help me or is this going to hurt me? Yeah. Everything that I'm doing is moving me towards making it to state. Yep. Even like, let's say you're saving up for a house or something, yep. right? You're, you and your family saving up for a house. Even the stuff that you do in your like apartment, well, you're still thinking like, oh, you're cooking, right? Let's say, uh, or let's say it's sunny outside and you want to go swim in the pool. So you go to the, what, the community pool. Let's say your new house, you know, you plan to have a pool. You go to the community pool. It's on your mind like, oh, I can't wait. So I can't wait to be in my own pool. It's always on your mind. Yeah. So it shapes like your behavior. It helps shape yeah. like all your behavior. And then you're always thinking about the world that you're in your new house. Yeah. You know, you're always thinking about that. And that's why it's really important to write down these strategic goals and review them. You can you can get to a point where you're adding marinade into the package every day mm-hmm. if you don't it's not going to be there and now you're doing things that don't support the long-term goal so so you that's why that review of your strategic goals on a daily basis look and if you're the type of person that just like, like I, I'll be honest I'm like this when I want to do something that's all I'm thinking about and I'm gonna do it mm. if there's something where I'm not sure I need to write it down mm. and I need to review that and say here's what I'm trying to do here's where I'm trying to be mm-hmm. If I don't do that, it ain't gonna happen. Unless it's just some intrinsic goal that I have that's just part of me. If I don't have, if it doesn't feel that strong, then I need to write it down and I need to review it to make sure I'm staying on the path. It's like the culture inside of an organization, right? If you have a good culture inside of an organization, everyone in the organization can make decisions based on the culture. Yeah. If you truly have a strong motive and a strong why behind your strategic goals, those are gonna, they're, they're gonna filter through every single action that you take. You know what's funny is, I, I don't know if you picked up on this, but when Alex Honnold was on the podcast, he said he hadn't had a dessert in like six months, yeah. getting ready to cal- climb El Cap. Why? His whole brain is like, this is what I'm going to do. I can't have a freaking Oreo because that doesn't help me achieve this goal. Can't do it. Every single thought in his brain was one goal. Now look, it's harder to do that when you're a normal person. I mean, he was living in a van, he's a climber. That's what he's a professional climber. When you're a normal person and you have a job and you got kids and you got a payment, you gotta go to the PTA thing and you gotta, Mm -hmm. like there's a bunch of things going on. Mm -hmm. So if you don't take the time to write down what it is you wanna do and why you wanna do it and how it's gonna benefit it and how it's gonna help you in the puddle and the sandbox playing with Optimus Prime, if you don't write those things down, it's gonna get other things in there that aren't gonna lead you to where you wanna be. 
So you gotta you gotta take a legitimate. You know, this is one of the things about Def Reset where in the past I'd be like, well, why would you start on New Year's? Why don't we just start now? Like if you have a New Year's resolution, just start today. It's December 9th or it's October 4th or whatever. Don't wait till New Year's, do it now. Where I where I kind of changed my perspective on that was you're not going to go on a mission in the SEAL teams without coming up with a plan. So when you come up with a mission that you want to achieve in 2024, to think, oh, I'll just start right now. No, 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 you actually need to come up with what your plan is mm-hmm. and why you have that plan and what are the benefits gonna be and where you, and how are you gonna get it done on a tactical level. The mission mindset about what you're trying to do is very, very powerful. Mm-hmm. And yet, someone thinks, oh, they have a cloudy idea up there in the sky and I'm gonna get there. You're not gonna get there. Yeah. You need to grab that cloud, you need to compress it into water and then squeeze it onto the paper. Yeah, yeah especially when it's challenging, right? Where you can't just be like, and I always like thought that I was like kind of weak in that way. Where you know how people will be like, oh yeah, let's just let's just get a workout in real quick. And I'm thinking, frick, why do I have to prepare mentally for like working out? Like it's this big thing or whatever. And the fact is, I don't. But when I do, the workout goes way better. I get a better workout overall. Mm-hmm. Now workouts is a spectrum. I understand that you know even a light workout is better than no workout. I understand, but. The, the the concept's still right there. Mm-hmm. Where if it's like, yeah, hey, if I'm about to embark on this thing that's gonna be challenging, even like daily it's gonna be challenging, to just pick up and start doing it might be less beneficial than putting in legitimate prep work. Yes, you know? put in the prep work. Come on. By the way, this doesn't mean wait nine days. Mm-hmm. It means right now, come up with a plan, figure out what is, where it is you wanna go. Hey, if you're, if you're lost right now, mm-hmm. Okay, write down tomorrow. First, I'm going to do is I'm going to figure out some strategic goals that I need to make for myself. Yeah, preparation is way different than procrastination for sure. Yes, yes. Good distinction. Mm -hmm. Preparation is not the same thing as procrastination. Hey, preparation can turn into procrastination. And procrastination means you get nothing. Mm -hmm. You lose. Because, like I said, procrastination isn't five minutes. Procrastination is just not happening. So you've got to figure out what your priorities are and you got to execute on those priorities. It's another part, that's part of the deaf reset. It's prioritize and execute. Why would that be? Why is that part of the, the deaf reset? Oh, it's because people fail to do it. Yeah. Why is that one of the laws of combat leadership? It's because people fail to do it. All the laws of combat leadership, cover and move, simple, prioritize and execute, decentralized command, they're all counterintuitive. They're all what people tend not to do. Mm. People tend not to look out for their buddy, cover and move. Mm-hmm. They tend to look out for themselves. Yeah. That's why it's the number one law of combat leadership. Simple, people tend to make things more complicated than they are. So that's why we have to tell them to keep it simple. Prioritize and execute, why is that? Because people tend not to do what they're supposed to do. They try and do too many things at once, they get distracted. Mm-hmm. And last one is decentralized command. What do we try and do? Our instinct is try and control everything ourselves. What do you need to do to win? Decentralized command. Let subordinate leaders lead. So these things are all counterintuitive. That's why we have to focus to make things happen. It's counterintuitive to actually say, all right, I'm gonna make this specific goal and I'm gonna make a plan to get there. The intuitive thing is like, well, I'm doing pretty good. It feels good right now. My lizard brain likes this donut. Just think your, your, your intuition is based on a lizard brain. That's what your intuition is. Your intuitive thought 
is based on a lizard and you have to overcome that. You have to take your human, your logical mind and overcome that freaking lizard so you can do what you're supposed to do. What's another thing, interesting thing that Alex Honnold said? He said something like, well, you know, I feel like if I can do something, then I'm kind of obliged to do it. Mm-hmm. Meaning he has this skill and he can make this climb, then he needs to do it. Uh, well, that applies to everybody. What can you do in your world? What can you bring to the world that no one else can bring? And if you don't bring it, that's on you. Mm-hmm. And dang, what about that freaking deathbed? When you're on your deathbed and you knew you had this potential and you had this goal and you didn't do anything about it. Hey, are you going to achieve everything you ever wanted to achieve? Probably not. I don't think too many people get that lucky. I don't think too many people have the planets align in a way that that's perfect. But to, to not even take a crack at it or to just knock out the things that kind of fell on your plate, not, not a good answer. So let's not do that. Let's make things happen. All right. With that, might need some fuel along the way. It's true. I recommend you try Jocko Fuel. Yes, sir. <laughs> yep. We already uh, uh, participating in that part of it for sure. Creatine. Mm-hmm. Hydrate daily. I'm going creatine greens. That's my morning mixture. But then after jujitsu or run, when I'm like I've sweated, then it's hydrate time. Yeah, I think either one of those is a good option, though. Yeah, yeah, fully in the milk. New milk out, milk out. By the way, yeah, this is kind of a big deal actually. Now that you bring it up, it's coffee milk. It has 95 milligrams grams of caffeine in it. It tastes delicious. 95 milligrams is like a strong cup of coffee, and it has 30 grams of protein. This is your new go-to like thing. In the morning. What are we talking about? Starbucks? You can go to Starbucks and pay whatever, $10 for a bunch of sugar. Mm -hmm. No protein, by the way. Just sugar. Just useless lizard brain satisfaction Mm -hmm. lies. What's funny about that star, I mean, I'm assuming it's Starbucks. I don't Mm -hmm. know. But it was, uh, so we have a friend of the family. And hey, when I'm talking about Starbucks, I'm talking about all these freaking exactly yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, Starbucks is kind of like you know, like yeah. like a Xerox scenario. Yeah, exactly. You say it as yeah. But the, um, a friend of the family was like, "Hey, these you know, f- she stopped going to Starbucks to save money, mm-hmm. right? Because it was like expensive, and when you add it all up, mm-hmm. like because she went every day during the week, so it's like five days a, a week or whatever. You add that up, you add up how much you spend. Even if it, I think it was like six or seven bucks, something like that. And it was like, dang, look how much I saved. So they just stopped. Um, this girl stopped going. And she incidentally lost a bunch of weight because it's like, bro, you know, when you get like yeah. the caramel mocha thing yeah. and like all this other stuff, you don't realize you think it's just a coffee. Yeah. But if you don't look into those macros, bro, yeah. you're going to be freaking. And there's nothing good in there. Yeah. It's not like you're getting protein. No, you're getting nothing but junk. And yeah. they, by the way, they charge you $12 for it. Yeah. <laughs> what a scam. <laughs> Anyways, we're hooking you up. We got that milk, got that coffee milk. It's sweet cream coffee. It tastes good. It yeah. tastes like tastes like tiramisu. Yeah. Because tiramisu has some kind of coffee, coffee thing, thing yeah. in it. There's something. And I don't uh-huh. like coffee, but this tastes good. Yeah. So, and, and the coffee people in my world, Leif, Leif's just down. I'm down for coffee. Leif's too. down. Well, he's down for coffee, but he's also down for this new milk. Yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. 
Yeah, for the coffee lovers. He's been for begging sure. for that for a while now, yeah. that, now that I mention it. A few people. He's been like, hey, bro. Because <laughs> he likes to get in that coffee. Dude, he's like, because he was in the Fleet Navy. Yeah. If you're in the Fleet Navy, bro, that the Fleet Navy runs off of coffee. Oh, for Like, it's just, it's a, it's a thing. It's a big thing. And so he was in the fleet for a couple of years out there just getting this surface warfare on just sucking down, <laughs> sucking down black coffee. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. you got watch and you don't mm. get to sleep. And then you're standing watch and then you're sleeping in a room that's freaking loud with the aircraft taking off overhead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And, but coffee, the flavor mm. is like a thing. Like yeah. there's coffee ice cream. In fact, my daughter likes coffee mm. and she was actually drinking the milk. She was like, yeah, coffee, milk, hell yeah. I was like, bro, that has caffeine in there. And she's like, oh, she's 10. But yeah, but But at the same time, that does kind of prove for the taste. You know, if little kids are just, oh, shit, score, you know, kind of a thing. So yeah, 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 man, good. Get the milk, get the the joint warfare. So it's like our biggest, uh, most repeated subscription because when you go on it, you don't want to go off it. Anyways, there you go, jockofuel.com. You guys all know the gig. Come and get it. Also, it's at Wawa. By the way, we got the the mochas going into Wawa. So we you you know, might have heard it's like hard. It's a battle there at Wawa, but we're we're back in there. We're back in there with Moke. We got some of the energy drinks. Also, Vitamin Shop, GNC, Military Commissaries, Afi's Hannaford Dash Stores in Maryland, Wake Fern, Shoprite, H E B, and Meyer. H E B down in Tejas area. They got big pallets down there. They got end. You know what end cap is? Yeah, end cap on the aisle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they got Jocko fuel end caps down there. So thanks everybody down in, te- in Texas. Meyer, same thing. Big pallets on the floor. Wegmans, actually, going into Wegmans. Mm. You've probably never been to a Wegmans. Wegmans is like this super dialed in grocery store mm. out on the East Coast, mm. and. We're going in there, and they they just ordered a bunch of pallets mm. to put right on the floor, so you can get some go, some milk. Just mm. they, they just want people to be healthy. Good on them. Uh, Harris Teeter, Lifetime Fitness, Shields, small gyms everywhere. Jiu-Jitsu, CrossFit. If you're if you own a Jiu-Jitsu school, CrossFit, you own a gym, a powerlifting gym, whatever. Email JFSales at JockoFuel.com if you want to sell Jocko Fuel in your box. Also, we make clothing. A lot of clothing. We just don't. We don't pay uh, some sweatshop filled with slave labor in China to make our our clothing. We make it here in America, from the dirt to the shirt. OriginUSA.com. That's what we're doing. Jeans, geese, jujitsu geese. I just saw Dean Lisch. He's wearing that origin gi, looking pretty sharp. You ever train gi with Dean Lisch? Yes. You think because he, he's yeah. known as a no-gi practitioner, mm-hmm. you think, oh, well, I'm going to get the gi on. I'm going to kind of jack him up. Ain't yeah. happening, bro. Ain't happening at all. No. He's he's. It's actually in some ways worse because mm-hmm. maybe you can slip around a little bit. You got that no-gi, but that gi on. So, yeah, get your gi, jeans, boots. You guys know the deal. Support freedom. freedom. OriginUSA.com. Yeah, it's true. Also, Jocko has a store called Jocko Store. Discipline equals freedom. We're representing it on the path. A lot of us are. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this mm-hmm. is how you can get your stuff. Also, uh, Shirt Locker, a subscription scenario. You get a new shirt, new design every month. Look into that one. Um, it's all at JockoStore.com. <laughs> what? what? People look seem to. I'm just saying, look oh, into no. it. I'm, I'm not saying, it. hey, go here, buy this. I'm not saying that. Look into I'm it. I'm saying, hey, man, check hey, it out. You like something. Yeah. 
get something. <laughs> Tacostore.com is where it's at. There you go. Uh, primalbeef.com. Steak. And what? Ground beef. Mm-hmm. You want the good stuff. Yes. Go to primalbeef.com. Go to coloradocraftbeef.com. Two awesome companies making awesome steak. Yep. Just tasty. Just good for you. Probably on a steak thing. Oh, really? Three days in a row. Boom, 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 boom. I got the process down. No, that's, that's not even in the game for me. Those in are a row. Numbers. No sh- oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah, yeah I, I rarely do the same thing three or more in a row. I would just eat a ribeye and a Caesar salad every day for the rest of my life, honestly. Yeah. If oh, okay. my wife yeah. was like down. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, it makes sense. But for me, yeah, that was a little streak. What what, what cuts? Ribeye. Yeah. Ribeye's yeah. the deal. Oh, yeah. Agree. Is that every, does, but not everyone thinks that. Not everyone yeah. thinks ribeye's the deal. Yeah. Mike. There's people that like New York. There's people that like. Try tip like there's other people that like other stuff. Yeah, fully and actually, my kids and wife they mm. don't like the the it's like the fat. fatty part. Yep. Yeah, they like the, the leaner part. Which hey man, I guess we got a deal. <laughs> <laughs> we got a deal. No problem. Yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna complain about that one. But we got a deal. Yeah, I so get it. Check out. You want some awesome steak? ColoradoCraftBeef.com, PrimalBeef.com. Subscribe to the podcast. Also check out Jocko Underground. We talk about some adjacent topics there. YouTube channel. We got a bunch of YouTube channels. We got Jocko Podcast YouTube channel. We got Jocko Fuel YouTube channel. We got Echelon Front YouTube channel. We got Origin USA YouTube channel. Check out those YouTube channels. Find out what's going on behind the scenes in a, uh, some of these scenarios and also get some detailed information about what's about what can help you. Psychological warfare. Flipsidecanvas.com, Dakota Meyer. Making cool stuff to hang on your wall. I've written a bunch of books about leadership. Check them out. Check out the kids' books. You're on the path. Wouldn't you like your kid to be on the path? There's nothing better, nothing better than getting your kid on the right path. Get them the books, the Way of the Warrior Kid series. Also, we have a leadership consultancy. It's called Echelon Front. Go to echelonfront.com if you want help with leadership inside your organization. We also have an online training academy. Everything that we talk about, we teach. And everything that we talk about and we teach will help you in all aspects of your life. So go to extremeownership.com and learn how to lead, learn how to interact with other people, learn how to plan, learn how to execute. That's what we teach, extremeownership.com. Also, if you wanna help service members active and retire, you wanna help their families, Gold Star families, check out Mark Lee's mom, Mama Lee. She's got a charity organization. If you want to donate or you want to get involved, go to americasmightywarriors.org. Also, Micah Fink, heroesandhorses.org, taking folks up into the wilderness so they can find themselves. And on top of that, you got Jimmy May's organization, beyondthebrotherhood.org. He's helping guys transition into the civilian sector. If you want to connect with us, we're out there. We're on the interwebs. I'm at Jocko Willink. Echoes at Echo Charles. Just watch out for the algorithm. It's a big lie. It's a big attack on your lizard brain. So don't let your lizard brain win. And to all our military members that are out there standing to watch and protecting our way of life, thank you for your service. And to the veterans who have served, thank you for what you have done. And also thanks to our police, law enforcement, firefighters, paramedics, EMTs, dispatchers, correctional officers, Border Patrol, Secret Service, and all other first responders. Thank you for your service as well. And to everyone else out there, you got things to do. 
You have capabilities. You have potential. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. Set your goals. Write them down. Come up with a plan. Write out the plan. And then execute, execute, execute. Get it done. Do it now. Don't make excuses. Make sure your motives are solid. Then take ownership of what you do and how you live. And that's what we're doing. And until next time, this is Echo and Jocko.